Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello and welcome to The Dub Podcast. I know I say this at the start of every kind of intro into my shows, but it's been a busy week and a bit of a tumultuous week. I received a wonderful email into my inbox on Wednesday saying that iTunes would like to make How Jamaica Conquered the World their podcast of the week starting next week, which somewhat blew my socks off. So after just eight podcasts, there we are knocking the BBC off the top perch. Now that is in the UK, so it's not a worldwide thing. So hopefully next it will be podcast of the week in the US. Canada and Jamaica. So thank you for your messages of support from Cherry Makes, Danny Norris, Karen aka Newsy Chick, Samantha Stevenson, Mick Wright, Joel Gilbert and Lynn O'Brien and all my friends on Facebook. If you do want to follow me personally on Twitter I am at Royfield spelled R-O-I-F-I-E-L-D or you can follow at How Jamaica to follow the progress of the project. We also have a Facebook page which is facebook.com forward slash How Jamaica or of course you can follow us on the website which is HowJamaicaConquerTheWorld.com Also this week I was told that Spell Magazine would like to write a feature about me and How Jamaica. I did an interview with Gloucester's GFM about the project and they will be taking the show on a weekly basis until Jamaican independence. And on a last note I must admit I was somewhat tongue-tied and starstruck when Janet Kay rang me up somewhat unexpectedly to say she'd like to be part of How Jamaica Conquered the World. So there you go, a tremendous week. Here is the dub show. Enjoy. This is the story of how one small island conquered the world. Jamaican Patwa. And a fair start, a Samba Pound. Usain Bolt is also out well. Here they come down the track. Usain Bolt! It's a story of music, sport, and style. How its rhythms, athletes, and language went global. Pull up, pull up! This is how Jamaica conquered the world. My name is Matthew Beaumont and I'm a senior lecturer in the Department of English at University College London. My name is Michael Goldwasser. I am a record producer, primarily with Easy Star Records, based in New York City. My name is Cleveland Browning. I'm better known as Cleavy, one half of the musical and production duo Cleavy and Cleavy. Okay, my name is John, people call me Jay. I'm out here living in Berlin at the moment, but I'm from West London and I've been remixing under the name of J-Star. My name is Headley Westerfield. I live in Sunrise, Florida. My name is King Jammers, Lloyd James, a.k.a. King Jammers. I am a studio owner, a record producer, a sound system owner, a musician, a songwriter, 
a technician, everything to do with music, I'm, I'm very much involved. Well, dub music is uh, an offshoot of reggae. There's several different stories about how it started, but basically my understanding is really that producers were looking for a way to maybe exploit recorded music they have and be able to get another song out of it. So by taking out the vocals and then adding effects and deconstructing the track, they were able to do that. You know, some people say that it actually happened by accident, that they left out the vocals by mistake and people thought it was cool or they added effects by mistake. But the important thing is what dub is, to me, is really a deconstruction of a song in order to make it into a whole other piece of, of art. Well, to answer the question, what is dub? Is to look at a dub mix as an like an anti-mix. Whereas a remixer might tend to add things to the mix. The dub, the dub remixer, the dub producer is taking away from the track and allowing space into the track. Space that helps you add the dots and create your own vision when you're listening to it. You know, it's a very abstract music because the human voice plays such a small part in it. The earliest versions were what the, the dance hall people would, would go out and perform to. It was called them toasting. Uh, the DJs, they needed, they needed just pure music to toast to. So the earliest versions were really made for these DJs to, to toast over. Well, dub in Jamaica, um, it came out of the, the engineers' efforts in um, creating their own um, icing on the cake. The engineer is not really a musician, but he's a creator. Ooh, the rhythm is already there, you know? The rhythm is already there on the multi-tracks here. But you create a mix for the rhythm. The musician didn't play it as a dub mix. He played it as an ordinary rhythm because I can take any ordinary rhythm and turn it into a dub mix. It's just the creation of the engineer, the style that he used to mix it. That is what creates the dub mix. You know, taking the individual tracks and seeing what you can do with them different, differently. Uh, from the original song and making the focus more on the music and less on the vocals, although certainly some dub or a lot of dub will use snippets of, of the vocals. The dub producer will take you to the edge of a cliff and push you off into the abyss and then he'll just catch you before you land on a wave of treble and then drop you back into a nice sea of bass. That's what a dub mix can do to you. My mum went to see Babylon, set in South London, set in Brixton with Brinsley Ford and Aswad and with an Aswad soundtrack largely, or Dennis Bovell soundtrack. Made a big impression on my mum. And we used to listen to I used to listen to it a lot growing up. And that really blew my mind and just seemed so steeped in the streets of South London. 
To me, the greatest practitioners of dub, probably King Tubby is really known for being one of the originators of dub in Jamaica. Scientist who worked with King Tubby originally, then really, I think, uh, took, took dub to a new place. He scratched very, some person might wonder if he's a madman. I think he was a genius. He was able to create sound that you would not think of. And if you think of People Funny Boy, which was such an important track in terms of the development of dub, where he introduces a samples of a baby crying at the beginning. I first came across dub music uh, before it was called dub music. It was being called version. When I worked for Island Records in Canada, the head office in London would send us 45. They'd send us everything they released. We didn't necessarily release it all in Canada, especially the, the reggae 45s. And, but we'd get these reggae 45s, and on one side would be a single, and the other side it would have the same name, but in brackets it would say version. Versions, the flip side of a vocal record you know, or many times mixed like dub or maybe a straight rhythm track featured engineers and what they could do. And those engineers became well acclaimed based on how much appeal their mixes had to the, the, the buying public. I first heard uh, like I got a, like a Tubby's compilation on Trojan double, double, double twelve, and and I a, I didn't know how he got these sounds considering that I re I knew that he was fairly limited in in his production in in the, in the technology that he had, but I was just you know it, it would take you on twists and turns it would surprise you it would it, it, it wouldn't it would go against the grain you'd hear a tape cut the sound would be so different. And, and it was like being slammed into a wall or pushed off a cliff. That was it. And I was, it excited me. It made me d just crazy. One of my older favorites is called uh, King Tubby Meets the Rockers Uptown, which was King Tubby dubbing out an album by Jacob Miller that was produced by Augustus Pablo. Some of the early dub versions that we did release, I, I do remember, was the uh, Marcus Garvey, the Burning Spear Marcus Garvey album. Later, uh, they released a dub version of that called Garvey's Ghost, and I was, I was big on that. Dub appealed to me because, you know, at heart, I'm a 60s rock and roller who, who's always been into psychedelic music as much as my love of reggae, and dub not only gave me that reggae, but appealed to me in, in that psychedelic version, that echo and, and dropping the, the vocals in and out. This was an extraordinary, you know, moving moment in, in a dub trap um, when this different, you know, lyrical voice gets introduced in that sort of heavy drum and bass. Mad Professor is, he took it and spread it all over Great Britain. And he worked with some of, you know, the bigs in, in Jamaica before. A New York band like Easy Star All-Stars are doing exciting things as far as I'm concerned because they're taking iconic record albums that everyone knows and then dubbing them up. And even people who don't like reggae are finding themselves you know, tapping along to uh, Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds done really dub reggae style. Mm, yeah. Picture yourself. 
And I think now dub has kind of taken on a lot of new meanings. There are people who talk about dub and they aren't even talking about record at all, which I always find interesting. But because it's because the influence of dub, the idea of adding effects and deconstructing a song and basically remixing it, influenced so many different styles of music now that dub can be, I guess, separated from reggae entirely. Dub has never really gone out of style, and now it has influenced just about every other genre of music. You've got dub electronica and dub punk and on and on and on. Dub is now a sub-genre of every musical genre there is, yet it started in the reggae field and just took off from there. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code Buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.